hey, what's happening? Welcome to the Icon Fitness Podcast. If you are joining live on the Icon Blueprint Facebook page, welcome. We're going to be diving in today about something that we all need a little help on. We just all need a little bit of help. And that is being able to create the structure to be able to find our success. Today's title is Structure Equals Freedom. I know that some of you, <clears throat> I shouldn't say you, some people out there might be like, man, don't you put, don't you put walls around me? Don't you, don't you put structure around me? I want to be free all the time. You'll see the more that we get into this that being able to create some structure actually creates the freedom for you to do whatever that you want to do, which is vitally, vitally important. Before we get started in the show, for the next three weeks, we're going to be talking about not only today structure, but we're also going to be diving into recovery. And then in two weeks from now, I'm going to have a special guest, the CEO of Eight sleep. If you haven't heard of eight sleep, literally get on your Instagram, type it into your Google. This is the future of sleep. And we're going to be diving deep into sleep because y'all don't know how important sleep is. You want to be better in business? Sleep. You want your relationships to increase? Sleep. You want to lose weight? Sleep. Most of us are not getting enough sleep. You're going to see a bunch of other posts. If you don't follow me on Instagram, Joel underscore Cochran underscore, check it out. It's going to be hot. Anyways, let's get in to the show. We're talking about structure and freedom. The reason we're talking about structure is because without it, we tend to be extremely stressed. If you don't have structure, if you don't have structure, you're going to find yourself pinballing throughout your day, which is going to increase your stress. If you don't believe me, check out this little statistic. Over 55% of Americans say that they have daily stress. That's every single day they feel stressed. What's the issue? What's the problem here? Well, first, let's talk about the side effects. What happens to your body when you're constantly stressed out? Well, you have hormones that are released, epinephrine, cortisol, which have certain jobs to do. And the reason they have those jobs is because when we're stressed out, we're in a response mode. It's called the sympathetic response or the fight or flight. And the reason we have that is so that as humans, we can stay alive. Back in the day, it's because a saber-toothed tiger was chasing us down. And so we would release epinephrine and cortisol to be able to run away from the saber-toothed tiger. But here's the problem. There is no saber-toothed tiger anymore. It's just your boss, your relationships, your work, the constant stimulation of social media, um, regular media, pushing everything down into your throat and rising and putting ourselves into this sympathetic or fight or flight type of mode. 
So when we're constantly in that sympathetic mode, we have epinephrine and cortisol coursing through our veins, and we can get even deeper into that some other time, but just know we don't want epinephrine and cortisol constantly in our bodies. It's not good for us. Here's the result that happens when we have the epinephrine and cortisol, and there's other hormones that are going to, but those are only the two that I'm going to be talking about today. In this sympathetic state, we have high blood pressure. We'll have rapid breathing. Ever get real nervous, right? You feel stressed out? Check out your breath. <laughs> You're going to be doing rapid breathing. You're going to feel tightness in, the, in your chest. That's because you're not using your diaphragm to breathe at all. You can have a heart attack. Too much stress leads to heart attacks. Too much stress leads to type 2 diabetes. Huh, that's weird. Stress is increased, and so is type 2 diabetes and increased overweight. Hmm. You can increase your weight. If you are constantly releasing epinephrine and cortisol, one of its main jobs is to get blood sugar, get, excuse me, sugar into your bloodstream. So it's going to be pulling and putting sugar into your bloodstream. And then sooner or later, if we're not using that, that sugar, it's just going to be stored as fat again. So this is why we gain weight when we're stressed out all the time. That's that mid-belly fat. Everybody talks about how do I get rid of that mid-belly fat? You get structure in your life, so you're less stressed. And the last one, and there's many more from here, this is just the ones I wrote down, is a weakened immune system. If you find yourself sick all the time, I would check and go, hey, are you stressed all the time? If you're stressed all the time, you're probably going to have a weakened immune system. You're probably going to have that mid-belly fat. You're probably going to have rapid breathing and may have tension on your chest. And you're definitely going to have high blood pressure. Right? So that is the, that's the stress response that's happening in our days. When we feel stressed, when we feel out of control, our day isn't organized. We're running around from one thing to the next. This is what's happening in your body all the time. So why is it that our days feel so stressed? What is it, right? If 55%, and I would say that that statistic is lowballing it. I would say there's even more people out there who, are, who think that they're not stressed. But if I tracked them, say on like a biometric, like a whoop, that I would find out real quick that their HRV, heart rate variability, which it has to do with your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Again, we'll get into that some other time. If you're interested on knowing more, feel free to reach out to me. But the, the data would show differently. So why are we stressed? What, what is causing this day-to-day -day stress? Well, I can tell you first and foremost that it starts with not having an appropriate vision. Not having an appropriate vision for who you are and what you stand for and where you're going will have you wandering around. You're going to be like Moses in the Bible, just wandering around the desert. That can be very stressful. If you don't have a destination, you're trying to get to Sacramento, but you end up in Boise, that's going to end up really stressful. So we first and foremost have to have a vision. And most of us don't have a vision. Vision for our work, vision for our relationships, vision for ourselves. That's the long term. But what about the short term? 
The short term is that we don't have a plan day to day. Most of us. What I say is that, right, we have our to-do lists. I, I tell people that you have your to-do don't list. To-don't list. That's hard to say. Your to-don't list. You find the things that are really, really going to take up time. It's going to take up a lot of effort. And you put them at the bottom of your list. Those are the to-don't lists. I'm, I'm not going to do those. And you're going to find every excuse to do the minuscule little things if you even have a to-do list. And you're going to do all that, and then you're going to get to the end of the day and be like, oh, man, I don't feel like I did anything today. I didn't feel like I accomplished anything. Oh, because you didn't. You didn't. You allowed all the teeny little things that are minuscule that aren't moving you towards your vision because you don't know what your vision is. You have no idea what your vision is. So then you just do a bunch of small things, little tasks, and then you get to the end of the day and you go, God, man, I really feel like I didn't do anything, but I felt like I was running constantly. I was behind on everything. So that's the second thing. First is long-term. What's your vision? Second is what are you doing day-to-day? What are you avoiding? The hard stuff. The stuff that you're going to have to sit down, have time structured out to be able to get through it and get through it with plenty of space to be able to accomplish it. And then we're going to get to the tough one. Okay, Instagram people, listen. Okay, Facebook people, listen. Icon Fitness Podcast people, listen. This is the good, this is the good one. This one is the hardest for everyone to do. It's setting boundaries. We don't set boundaries and we don't say no. We don't say no. And I'm going to do a podcast. It's already lined up. How to say no the right way. We don't want to say no. But here's the thing. When you say yes, you are still saying no. You're saying no. You're just saying no to yourself. And we constantly do that. Right? We get invited out. Oh, man, come to my birthday party. You know, I know it's last minute, but come tonight. Oh, man, I kind of feel like they're kind of my friend, but not really my friend. Okay, yes. At work. Your boss comes in. Ah, man, I really need help with this project. Oh, man. All right, I'm kind of backed up already. Oh, but it's my boss, so I, I, I got to say yes. Yes, I'll, I'll take on the extra work. You're going to say no to you? You're going to say no to your time, being able to get more sleep, to being able to exercise, and so on and so forth. So always know that any time you do say yes, you're saying no somewhere else. doesn't matter. You say no to your boss, you're saying yes to yourself. You say no to that birthday party, you're saying yes to yourself to be able to get a good night's sleep, to be able to food prep for the next day, to be able to do some meditation, to do some journaling. So being able to set appropriate boundaries, boundaries, will help us to have less stress in our day. So to cover why, why do our days feel so stressed? First, it's long term. We don't have a vision. We don't know the person that we're going to be when we're 90 years old. Second, we don't have a plan day to day. We don't have our day completely planned out. So we can go from one thing to next, know which what to take care of, and making sure that we take care of the to don't list, the things that are hard. And then finally, we don't allow anybody to disrupt our day by setting boundaries, by turning off phones, by locking doors, by not allowing other people to disrupt us when we're in our workflow or doing something important or being with family or friends shutting off the phone. Got it?
All right. So now we kind of know. We got the idea. We got the idea of, oh, man, that, that, that's right. I, I, I could be part of the, the stress. And I, I, I do see these physical symptoms. And, you know, now this is making sense, sense why my days are so stressed. Well, what are we going to do about it? Well, I'm going to give a shout out to my boys, Alpha Hippie. They're the ones that taught me this structure that I'm about to give you or this outline, this framework. And it's called Structure, Discipline, and Consistency. That's the framework. That's not called. Like, it's a special name. It's Structure, Discipline, and Consistency. You have to have Structure, Discipline, and Consistency to be able to create freedom. And I'm going to talk to you about each one and then give you the tools to be able to start owning your days. You get to make your day no one else. When you start saying, I own my days instead of my days owning me, and you have that affirmation, watch your days completely change. Watch you go from stress to completely in, under control. It's an affirmation I have on my mirror, and I say it every single day. I make my day. No one else does. Think about that. Let's dive into to, to structure first, okay? Structure is time blocking and management of your time. Time blocking, being able to schedule and block out and then managing the time throughout the rest of the day. What you truly want must be scheduled, okay? I'm gonna say that again. What you truly want must be be scheduled. You want to lose weight? You need to schedule in your calendar, create the structure to be able to food prep. You need to structure taking time to sit down and have 20 to 30 minutes to eat your food and be in a parasympathetic state so you get the most out of your food. You have to structure that. No one else, no one else is going to structure that for you. And if you don't structure it, guess what? You can say all you want. No, 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 I'm going to have lunch today. No, 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 I'm going to do my workout. I'm going to do my workout. If you don't structure it, if you don't say at 12 o'clock, I'm stopping everything that I'm doing, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to have my lunch. At 5 p.m. on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm going to be at the gym. Until you structure that, goodbye. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So the very first thing you have to do is to start structuring. And I will give you some tools here in just a second. I just want to give you the framework. So the first part is structure. If you don't have structure your day, hey, I'm sorry. I could give you the best nutrition program. I could give you the best advice in the world. If you don't structure it, it won't happen. It won't happen. Next is discipline. You have to have discipline, and discipline is being able to say no to anything that doesn't allow you to create your structure, okay? Discipline is being able to say no to anything that doesn't allow you to keep or create your structure. So that is what we're talking about when we talk about creating those boundaries. When something comes in, you need to be able to take a look at your schedule and say, no, I live by my schedule. My schedule tells me what to do. Now, there's going to be times where there's special events and so on and so forth. I'm not saying you have to live and die by your schedule and be super A-type personality. You're going to know when to fluctuate. But for most people, particularly if you don't have structure, I tell you to initially live and die by your, your calendar. 
until you get good enough where you can start being able to say yes or no to the appropriate things, I just tell people, nope, you got to be able to say no. Okay? So the, the discipline is being able to stay on track. You've structured your workout. You've structured eating right. You've structured your sleep. Now it's the follow through. If you're trying to get eight hours of sleep and the new, new program comes on, and you're like, oh man, I really want to watch one more episode. You got to say no. That's where the discipline comes in. Okay, because that episode will be there tomorrow, but you will never get your sleep back. Last part is consistency. Consistency is to be able is be able to recognize the time investment needed to stay consistent. Right? If you're trying to get back into working out and you haven't worked out in two years, going five days a week for two hours a day is not going to be consistent. You're not going to be able to hold that consistency, excuse me. It's going to eventually die off and you're going to end up right back where you're at. This brings me to the marginal gains theory. If you don't know it, look it up. Marginal gains theory. I think it's by, I believe James Clear wrote it. Take a look at the marginal gains theory, which is talking about making a 1% difference or change and allowing it to compound over time. So instead of trying to go, oh, I'm going to completely get rid of all sugars, everything. I'm never going to eat sugar ever again. That's not going to work. What if you just took out the cookies in your cupboard? You still had a little bit of ice cream. You still had some fruit and some whipped cream. You, you took a small change or small difference and you went, what can I do? I also call it creating a low hurdle. Create a low hurdle first. If you're going to start exercising again, hey, do a 20-minute workout. Go walk. Go for a run first. Do 800 meters. Call it good. Next day, be able to do 900 meters. So on and so forth. We want to make sure that when we make a decision, we structure something in, it's something that can stay consistent or it's something you can stay consistent within a time period. So being able to say, I'm going to do this for six weeks, then I'm going to structure it differently after six weeks. Does that make sense? Instead of doing the five days a week for two hours a day, you end up going, I'm going to work out three days a week for, or excuse me, I'm going to work out five days a week for six weeks. Then I'm going to move to three days or four days and I'm going to work out one hour instead of two hours. Think about how you can hold that consistency. All right, so let's get to the good part. Okay, let's get to the good part. What are the tools to be able to establish this structure, discipline, and consistency? <clears throat> the first part, when it comes to being able to structure, specifically I'm talking about your day, your day-to-day, -day, like right now, like tomorrow. How do we create a better day? You first have to be able to utilize a note-taking system. You have to be able to take the thoughts that are going on in your head and put them down on something. What I use is Siri, and it is beautiful. It is beautiful. What you do 
And the whole point of this is we want to be able to take all the thoughts that are running through your head, the thing, the to-dos and what you need to get done, work, business, personal life, doesn't matter what it is, and put it down on a list so that we can continue to stay focused with what we're doing right now. All too often, I'm sure it's happened to you, a pop comes in, you know, a thought comes popping into your head. Oh man, I got to go order this. I got to go take care of this. And you derail your day by going like, oh, you know, let me just order this from Amazon. And you go to order from Amazon, but then you're looking at something else and then you end up researching something else and then you end up on Instagram somehow or Facebook and 25 minutes of your, your day was just zapped away. And now you're off track from what you were planning on doing and it now is taking you time to get back into that mode to complete the task that you initially started off with all because a little thought came in and instead of putting it in place, you ended up giving it power by going, oh, I'll go into it right now. So the first thing is being able to put it down onto some type of task list manager. And what I use is my Siri. It's beautiful because I can say, hey, Siri. And it goes, blink. And I say, set a reminder to get groceries tomorrow night at 6 p.m. And I'm going to get a reminder at 6 p.m. If it's not time sensitive, I just put it on the list. Then I create this list, particularly if it's isn't time sensitive, to then come back on a Sunday and be able to take a look at that list. So now I can come back and take a look at that list to organize it for the rest of my week. So then I take that list and I put it towards my next week and then I figure out, does this something that needs to be done this week, next week, this month, next month, okay? So that's the first part. The second part, now you have your list. With your list, you want to be able to create your top three tasks, right? Or your daily big three. The things that are going to move the needle towards your goals. Again, this is the importance of being able to have a vision or goals. When you have your top three things, the hardest things you need to do, the things that are going to move the needle, try, not try, do those three things first particularly the one thing that's the hardest. Mark Twain famously said, eat the live frog first, which means do the hardest thing first thing in the morning. If you wait until the end of the day, you're going to think about it all the way through the day and then you're going to push it to the next day. Do the hardest thing first. Then you have your other two tasks so that if you got those three tasks done in the day, you should feel accomplished. You should feel accomplished. Then you can have your little minuscule tasks after that. Pick up the dry cleaning and so on and so forth, whatever it is. But your top three tasks should be the things that moves you to your goal. Okay, so we have now our task manager using Siri. Then we take those that list and we go, ooh, that's really important. I need to take care of that on Monday. That's going to be my number one. And then I have these other two things that moves me towards my goal. Great. Now we're starting to get focus. That's moving us towards the person, the goals, and the places that we want to be. Then the last thing is, at the end of your week, being able to create a not only preview, but a review of your week. To be able to preview your next week and review what happened throughout your week. Being able to take time and say, what worked well this week? What didn't work well? It doesn't need to take long. And that's all that I, I would ask you to do. What took, what went well, 
and what didn't go well. Write those down. What can you do to change the things that didn't go well? Now you can start actually making changes instead of going into the same thing every single week. Being like, oh, yep, there I am again, running out of time. Oh, there I am feeling stressed. Do a weekly preview or review and then do your weekly preview by taking your task manager, everything that you wrote down by using Siri or writing it down on a piece of paper and then organizing and saying, hey, this is going to take on, this is going to be my number one task on Monday. That's going to be my number one task on Thursday. This is going to be Tuesday. Here are the other two tasks are going to go in there. When you have your week laid out, now it's just following what you've already planned. You just made a list for your future self so that you can be under control. You created that structure so you would have freedom for yourself the rest of the week. And the last part, now you have everything structured. You use your task manager. You've been able to take your big threes and apply your big threes to each day. And now you're reviewing your week or previewing your week and reviewing your upcoming week. Now that you have it structured out, it's beautiful. You're like, man, I got everything locked in. I know what I'm doing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Man, my week is solid. Now you have to make sure you set the boundaries. You have to be able to say no. People do it to me all the time. It could be Monday. Hey, let's get together on Friday. You know what my answer is? Nope. How about next Friday though? What you'll find is when you say no, but you push it to the next week, 99% of the time, people are going to say yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, let's do next Friday. Now you're not disrupting your plans and you still have the opportunity to be able to go hang out with that person or to do that event. Now, again, if it's something that's time sensitive, you have to make the decision. But most of the time, it is not. Being able to say no helps you to put boundaries around your structured week so that you can be successful. Then what you'll find is you'll have time to relax. You'll have time to food prep. You will have time to do the things that you need to do and pull yourself into a parasympathetic state instead of being in that constant sympathetic state. Sympathetic, fight or flight, parasympathetic, rest and digest. The more we're in that rest and digest, the better sleep we're going to get, the more weight we're going to lose, the better our body's going to recover so that we can attack the workout better the next day. So let's just recap here. Let's just recap. We know that majority of America is stressed out. It causes issues to your body such as high blood pressure, rapid breathing, heart attack, type 2 diabetes, increased weight, and a weakened immune system due to the fact that we're constantly in that sympathetic or heightened state all the time, releasing epinephrine and cortisol, both things that you don't want coursing through your bloodstream all of the time. We know that our days feel stressed due to the fact that we don't have a vision, we don't know what our end goal is in life or in business or with our relationship. So we, we're just rolling around. We don't have a direction. We don't have a plan day to day. When we don't have a plan, we end up doing the to don't list or doing those things that all the small minuscule things and, and we put the big things at the very bottom, making us feel that we didn't do anything throughout the day. And that we don't have boundaries, right? This, these are the reasons that we feel stressed. So how do we fix it? We have structure, discipline, and consistency. Structure your days. Make sure what you structure can be something that you can keep 
consistency with, uh, uh, that you can, excuse me, that you can be disciplined with and that you can be consistent with. And then we went over the tools, being able to use Siri to be able to create your task manager or the list that you will create instead of getting distracted from it. Then being able to create and do your big threes, the one thing that you want to get done throughout the day. And then the other two things that if you got those three things done, you would feel completely accomplished even though you didn't end up getting the dry cleaning. Being able to preview and review your week so you know what went well, what didn't go well, and how to plan out your week. And then being able to set the boundaries and say, no, 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 I can't. Because when you say no, when you say yes, you say no. And when you say no, you say yes. We covered that. And that's it. Create your structure. You will create the freedom to be able to get done the things that you want to get done. If you don't have structure, and this is literally the first thing that I cover in the 12-week icon, we go over structure because if you don't have structure, you're not going to get results, period. Put a, put a asterisk at it, and it's all, all done, all over. If you don't have the structure, you won't end up getting the results. I, I have plenty of other coaches, right? We all talk. And the number one frustration for us is that our clients won't have structure. They think magically they just need to count their macros. They just need to work out harder. They just need to do, but they miss the workouts. They miss the nutrition because they're allowing their day to control them instead of them controlling their days. Think about it. If you are struggling with your structure and you want to dive into this even deeper, I just gave you the outline, but if you need help, reach out to me. We can do a one-on-one -on -one coaching call. You can find me on Instagram, Joel underscore Cochran underscore. You can direct message me there. You can find me on Facebook at Joel Cochran. You can email me at joel at iconfitness.com or you can go to my website which is www.iconfitness.com. If you're struggling with your structure and you want to see massive changes in your life, I will get you there. I guarantee I've done it. I will continue to do it. If you want the results, just let me know. It's up to you. You got to step out. Boom. Okay. That's it. That's it for the show. I went a little bit long. If you're listening on the Icon Fitness Podcast, thanks for staying in. Next week, what we're going to be getting into is we're going to be talking about recovery, why it's so vitally important for you to be able to lose weight, to feel better, to have a clear mind. Recovery is essential. And then in two weeks from now, I'm going to have the CEO of 8Sleep. If you haven't checked out 8Sleep, check them out. These guys are incredible what they're doing and what they're going to do. The future of sleep is in these guys' hands, and it's going to be an incredible show two weeks from now with the CEO of 8Sleep. Next week is going to be talking about recovery. That is it for today. If you need anything, feel free to reach out. If not, I hope you have a fantastic day, and I'll see you next time.